It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Whelans. Uh, with me are radio expert, radio doyens of experts, experts, kings of radio, kings of radio production. Uh, veterans, veterans, in, veterans, in, veterans in, excellent, as excellent. As in people who've been through the battle and left. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> it is, of course, George Mann and Mark Sandell. Hello, fellas. Hello. I, of course, have worked in radio as well. Uh, 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 many, many, many so radio times. Rentals. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do they, still, friends, do they still? Do they still? Do they still? Is no. there still radio rentals? I don't think they rent radios. No, 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 no. no. Next to Rumbelows. No. Nice yeah, yeah. Um, so, so as you, as you can tell by the effortless expertise of the three gentlemen presenting this podcast, we've we've all had much experience in the uh, the or, the oral medium, the oral medium. The theatre of the mind, that is radio, and in this case, podcasting. Uh, last time we spoke to you, we were discussing the, uh, the Huddersfield, fi- Huddersfield fixture, which we won. And, uh, but what we haven't talked about, because there was the international break, was the transfer window generally. We touched upon it last time. Um, but we, uh, I think when we left you, we were, we were saying that we, we now have quite a sort of a, a thin squad, though we did look at the bench and say there were some useful players uh, there. Uh, and that's without Lanzini and Arnautovic. We are missing... I mean, the fact that we just didn't get an, a couple of Caleri who scored last night and Zaza just loans on the on transfer deadline day was quite bewildering to me because... because I mean, obviously, Carroll played last night, but it feels like you you can't really function as a Premier League outfit counting on Sacco and Carroll being in your front line because they spend a lot of time not playing football. Uh, it felt like you or had driving, to f- driving to other European countries. Driving to, yeah, yes. That's I mean, right. You know. uh, Sacco went to the races, didn't he? Went, his, <laughs> uh, his, his manager took him to the races and they won some money and then he drove somewhere else. He was just on a kind of driving holiday. I mean, on as, as, as it's so West Ham, was it Ascot? 
Was it, you know, Cheltenham? No. No, it was Chelmsford City Racecourse. Yes, the right. all-weather. Yeah. Yes, that's yes. right. Is but it an all-weather race? It is, isn't it? Right, yeah, right. It's all weather, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's done great business. Everybody said it failed, but it's done, you know, it, six years on. It's Do the horses have to wear running spikes? Uh, uh, no, but the going is always standard on the weather, isn't it? Yeah. That's right, <laughs> the going is always standard. But anyway, right, right, yeah, right. So it was ridiculous, wasn't it? I mean, um, uh, who was it? Odden Wingy, wasn't it, who drove into Yes, yeah. drove to, to QPR. QPR. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And um, we were laughing because we, we thought that it, was hilarious. Because yes. <laughs> we, had, we had a, I think it was, it was something like, it, it, was all, it all come out on the Saturday morning of a game that we'd had. And we were just like rolling around yes, in the black yes. line. Yeah. Laughing. What a farce yeah. of a situation. Yeah. We're Good daft. This would never happen at West Ham. We're <laughs> daft, but we're not that daft. <laughs> no, that's exactly what we've done. Yeah, it's brilliant. We copied them because uh, we thought, well, that's, that's classy. We'll do that as well. But um, that does seem to be a kind of a phenomenon of this transfer window is that sort of... Um, you know, players trying to hold their clubs to ransom and all that. Diego Costa, Sanchez, um, the Southampton defender, that guy, he wanted to move. Virgil van Dijk. Yeah, van yes. Dijk sort yeah. of going. Font who came to us. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah he'd exactly, already come. Yeah. Well, we, did, we didn't lose it. We, we didn't no. lose anyone that we'd be really upset to lose. No, no. Oh, that was, no. I thought that was really good. In fact, most of the players who went, we'd be quite happy with them going. I there, there was a problem over some of the younger players being farmed out, which I think yeah. is still an issue. There's clearly no confidence in you know Reese Oxford or not enough confidence in him no, to play no. him right now no. or, yeah, and Rice or got called Cullen. off at half time yes, Samuelson Cullen, yes that's right Samuelson yes that's a, yeah. yeah so that is odd not losing anyone was good and we didn't have that those well Carvalho was the only one really that we were linked with for ages and it went on like a soap opera what was it last time it was was it Backer was one of Backer them? and Lacazette yeah, yeah and Lacazette yeah, yeah. that's right yes and Batashui I think as well yes yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah and we knew we pretty much knew they weren't going to happen no no uh, but we went through this ridiculous saga of you know his Backer side all the people started following Backer on Twitter in the hope that yes. he was going to come and all yeah, yeah. I mean Carvalho was the only one would have been a big deal to get over the line yeah You know, I know it is thinner in terms of numbers, but actually I think in terms of quality, clearly Hernandez on his own has raised that. And Zabaleta, what we saw last night, is is obviously a world-class player. And Altovic is an absolute idiot. And and we've got a problem there, and I I hope that he fights to get his place back. I've got a problem with all of those. (laughs) Just Hernandez is a great player, but he's spent spent a lot of time being injured. And he's 29. And, you know, he's... you don't get a lot of strikers who start to come into their prime at the age of 29. No, no, certainly not. Um, no. Zabaleta, th- that moment of South... You know, there was, there was, I was watching the game. Obviously, I, I was able to see it better than you because I wasn't at the ground. But there was a moment where he just looked on... like He stumbled into the theatre of the absurd and he was holding his head, looking around what was going on. <laughs> and he just had... He just thought, what am I doing here? I used to play for... Mass, uh, uh, Zabaleta at Newcastle. Uh, Zabaleta yeah, at Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know and, the, and, and then there was the push... You know, you know, we, you know David Sullivan said we bought him because he, you know, is the defender who doesn't make mistakes except in the 92nd minute of a game we've held on to come back to yeah, the 2 yeah. And we decided to push something in the penalty area. And I just, I, I just think that, you know, that there's a reason why, you know, Guardiola is sold this club legend. Yeah. Because yeah. he's past his best. And yeah. this is kind of what we're going... And then we had the vanity purchase of Joe Hart where the one thing we didn't probably need strengthening was a goalkeeper. No, that's right. I And agree. I just think, you know, so we've sent out, what, nine, ten players. We brought in four. One doesn't replace anything we've lost. And I, I just think, you know, you know what West Ham's like. Now, mm-hmm. I hope that the best signing we get this year is Gary Lewin, who's going to keep people, yeah, keep people fit, fit, healthy, yeah. 
not yeah. rush them back. And if they do get an injury, they get decent treatment. Yeah, and if that's what, he can play up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely and, come in. Well, he's quick getting on the pitch. He always yeah, was. Yeah. We, 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 we did yeah. we did sign the only physio who had a major injury yeah, doing true. his job. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I just hope that we don't get any sort of you know the, the, we don't have a normal West Ham injury year because we're going to be horribly exposed. Yeah, and we yeah, are, yeah. and we you know, you know, even you, people say, oh god, it's not a problem using you know. Northward, but he was he was a decent player. We actually played him in the position he was supposed yeah. to play in. Yeah, yeah. And we've lost some of these players. So everybody's like kind of shrugged it off, said it's not a problem. But mm, you know, mm. it's a thirty-eight league seat, uh, yeah, yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. We might even have a cut run, and you know. No, I thought uh, I thought you know one that I was disappointed to lose was Faguli because I, he's, he seemed to come in for a lot of flack, and I'm not quite sure why because he he came on as a sub quite often and tried to change the game. That I went to the West Brom away last year where we went. Two down quite early on. I don't know if he came on before that, but then we lost a third just before half time. I mean, it was, you know, it was when Masuaku did a double handball. It was crazy. I mean, we were just atrocious. Um, we lost 4 2. 4 2. Yeah, it was the final score, yeah, I, I think, think, in that game. That was, that was a comeback as well, I think. Yes, it, yeah, was. it was. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, but Fagouli made a big difference. He came on and he ran at them, and I've seen him do that a few times. I thought, that's good. You know, yeah, good on you. He is atrocious defensively, but uh, at the Bournemouth away last season, he was just awful. I mean, he's just tracking back, just not in his nature. But, um, you know, again, as part of, uh, you know, when Lanzini's on song and there's a couple of other players, Cresswell's kind of got his chops, Faguli can play a bit. And uh, it was a sort of shame to lose him because it feels like he might be something kind of coming off the bench. Whereas if you kind of took Ayu off and bought Anatovic on, you're kind of, it's sort of like for like. It's not a new thing that we're sort of bringing on. Um but I'm hoping that, you know, Martinez sort of comes into the well, team or something. But going back to my point about the younger players clearly not being trusted, is that there is an argument, and it is odd to think that we're complaining about, you know, Zabaleta, and we've got four really well-established internationals there, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. somehow we're, we're kind of slightly portraying that that's weakening our team, having these four amazing internationals joining us. What I'm saying is that there would be an argument if we kept the younger players there, that the likes of Zabaleta and Anatovic could well help these mm-hmm. younger players on, but they're not going to be there. And that, that is a problem. I'm not sure I'd want Anatovic to be my mentor as a younger person. No, no, no. Do you know what I've got to say to that? Is it something Jim would say? Would Jim say something? I'm, in a way, point? I'm influenced by I Jim. I know what you're going to say. What do you, what, George? Can you guess what I'm what I'm about to say? Uh, um, could, could, would you be able to rustle up? A, would you be able to rustle up a loose it's, guess it's, as to what the, I'm it's about? It's the kind of thing to say. that if Jim was here, yeah. would Jim have said? Yeah. This season, we've teamed up with Ladbrokes, and Ooh. we'll be bringing you plenty of specials. Ah. Our first bet is a bet five. Get twenty. This means you deposit £5, Ladbrokes will add another £20 to your account. Uh-huh. As a listener to this podcast, you can get this by following the link at bet.westhampodcast.com. We'll be tweeting this bet £5, get £20 link, adding it on our Facebook, and we've put a description in the description of this podcast. That's extraordinary. That's pretty much what, what Jim he would said. say if he was here. Well, he said, it's eerie. That's quite spooky, actually, it's as if he's here. God bless you, Jim. Yeah. Wherever you are, looking down on us from his seat. This has been <laughs> this has been a tribute, Jim, to you. We'll never forget you, Jim. Jim Grant, nineteen sixty to two thousand and seventeen. Since then, he's been a cybertronic robot. Um, so yes, uh, um, 
obviously Carroll got back into the team. Sacco, uh, the, the two most injury prone players are nominally back with us. It would be great to see some of these younger players come through. You'd like to think that sort of, I mean, you know, some of the bigger clubs, we, we loft us cheek came through at Chelsea and stuff that we could try to sort of integrate. I mean, Samuelson's the one for me that uh, three years ago, people were going, this guy looks mustard. And he played in a couple of pre-season friendlies and really looked like he could sort of boss it. In a slightly slightly bizarre life uh, last year, I spent some time with the Peterborough United commentator, um, a guy called Nick Fairburn, who now, in a controversial move, has gone to work for Cambridge. Um, but he, it, you know, he was just like so lyrical. And the guy knew his football for a Newcastle mm, fan. Mm. And he kind of, you know, he knew what was going on. He said, he's got it all. He's got it skills. He just needs, you know, a bit of strength and a bit of development. And he just seems to have gone yeah. from the, being the Norwegian Michael Owen to yeah, yeah non-existent. Yeah. And it's, you know, the, 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 the big teams are bringing young players through. It's not if you want to kind of compete at the, uh, compete at the top level, you can't be sort of necessarily buying kind of bargain basement has-beens or untried foreign players. Players that you've had in your setup for a while that, you know, perhaps you have sent them out on loan. Uh, you know, the way we sent um, Jermaine Defoe to Bournemouth, or where Mark, he became... Mark no- a, or Mark yeah, Noble. And, Mark yes, Noble, yes, you know. Rio... They became yeah. legends. I mean, you know, the Bournemouth's ground has a has a. I'm obviously obviously back there now, but in preparation, they had a mural of him. You know, we were laughing when we went to the Bournemouth fixture this year. That one of the kind of Bournemouth legends was Jermaine Defoe, who was a loan player from another team. Um, so you know that loan system can work, but but not if essentially they just yes. remain in the Championship. And the longest serving player at Chelsea has never played for them. It's just a, I can't remember his name. It's a fantastic stat that he's yes. basically he's 25. He's been there since he was fourteen, and he's never played a first yeah. team appearance. Yeah. But you get, you, but then you see, you know, there are people now who get fed up with this and move on. The Loftus Cheeks, yeah. and, you know, sort of the Chablo, Ch- Ch- is it Chaloba? Chaloba. Yes, yeah, he's yeah, gone yeah, to yeah. Watford. Yes, and there's, you know, we okay. kind of there's, you know, you look at those people there, Ake, you know, mm. at Bournemouth. We're not mm-hmm. in for those sort of players, but also a lot of the other, you know, you, know, you look at some of the, you know, sadly, I was looking at some of the Huddersfield websites before last night's game, and, so, and they brought some players through there. That, mm. you know, so we. We we are neither developing players that we sell on, buying sort of talented, you know, players from other teams. Yeah, and then at the same time, you know, we're not developing our own players. So we kind of we seem to just completely you know take yes, this yes. this approach, this nonsensical approach, this bewildering approach to transfers that we've changed our strategy about five different times yes. over the last seven years yes we are bizarrely falling between every stall, aren't we? I mean, like uh, I mean, it feels like you know Allardyce. You know, he was what he was and he doesn't... I mean, I don't think Lan, I don't think he would have played Lanzini. I think Lanzini would not be playing now if he'd signed it because you go, he's too young. He's too young, too small, doesn't have premiership experience. You know, that was a fantastic sort of all-round performance from Bilic to get this guy. He's really young. He's never played in the uh, premiership. He's barely played in Europe. He's played in Argentina and he's played in... Um, you know, it was Middle East. Qatar, Qatar, wasn't it? Middle yeah, East, yeah. yeah, Qatar. yeah. You know, I'm going to put him straight in to the first game of the season. You know, you thought he's not going to play him. He's going to play this Pae guy. He'll definitely play him. But he won't play this This kid's one for the future. Put him straight in. But now he doesn't really seem to subscribe to that theory at all. Uh, except in a bizarre sense when he put an arm round... Uh, Rice yeah, for having yeah. a good last five minutes in a 4-0 defeat to Manchester United. He went, you're my boy for the next game. Uh, and uh, ultimately, 
that showed itself in the, the foot. You know, I mean, it wasn't a tragic mistake at Newcastle, but it was. You go, you know that we, you know, we've got this Obiang guy who played for the Spanish under twenty ones, and sort of, you know, he's he's good. You're playing a kid instead of him. It was a, the one time he kind of overturned a, a sort of phobia to young and inexperienced players. It sort of went too far the other way. It's like, but it goes back to what we said earlier or in the previous podcast. Where, mm. Yeah, what is a few days ago? A few yeah. days ago. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. what is the what is the structure? What is the idea? Yeah, is yes. there? A, yeah, we've got we've got we've got we've got was it Wesley and the guy running the youth team, and we've got the guy from Everton, Tony Henry, yes. doing play recruitment. Are they even talking to Billich? Are they even talking to, you know, what is supposed to be, you know, David Sullivan's role as director of football? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine those long strategic meetings saying, this is what I think the next 18 months to years is going to look like? Because I don't think that's happening. No, I no. Just, I just think that, you know, we, you know, we've got to talk about the base DeCambry comedy debacle that was the Carvalho yeah. Trans- yeah. transfer and, you know, yes. the fantastic characters from... Portugal involved because you know, that doesn't happen no no that doesn't happen to big clubs that doesn't no, happen no. to properly run clubs no you know, it doesn't even happen to Tottenham you know, it's just, you know, no. it's just it, it comes to something when a large inflatable that the Huddersfield fans were you know you know, you obviously saw them chucking it around last yeah, night yeah. I didn't say no, was it, it was very obvious it, it, yeah. yes it was a fairly obvious blow up it was a yes inflatable yes, okay. um, yeah. and uh, you know the, the, they were obviously absolutely loving it and it was yeah. it was frankly we were loving it as well to be honest of course you were but you know when you when you you, you, you put that alongside the Afrosacco driving off to Rend to try and get himself and we've got this Carvalho <laughs> yeah. thing and you think and, and because of the players that we've cleared out there was the money there there must have been the money there yeah and there was, yeah. there was clearly no even you know the, 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 we could have we could have brought him in and I know that the theory is that was it because they weren't sure about Billich's longevity well if you're not sure about that then do something about it did mm. you read the Simon Jordan thing earlier in the week where he uh, did you miss this? He um, he tweeted an article he wrote ten years ago for the Guardian about dealing with um, our owners when they were owners of Birmingham, right? And when they were um, when he was owners of Crystal Palace, now you can look it up. You know Simon Jordan article. Yeah, it basically says you know st- you know he, he addressed Birmingham fans directly and saying stop thanking them for for saving you in 1993 look at how they do business now mm. and you know obviously it's just got a massive message and i think that with the carvalho thing he said basically he they deliberately tried to they put it out that they made a bid for andy johnson to make themselves look ambitious and unsettled player mm, mm. and you're thinking hmm, that's interesting isn't it you know is that something that you know that is kind of come round again and clearly that was the parallel that he was trying to draw, draw. yeah yeah, yeah. And, you know and so we had this whole you know we've had this ridiculous email where we seemed like the club deliberately leaked those emails in the yeah. belief they make themselves look good yeah 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 i just can't you know it's just the most amateurish thing i've ever read yes you know? sign yeah. off and if you don't let's do if you don't do the deal now we'll sign somebody on loan from psg it's like yeah it's a playground yeah yeah yes yes uh yeah, I think uh, um, that the, I think the, uh, James Kearns in the the H list. He 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 sort of said that that because there'd been an article from David Gold or an interview with David Gold where he was sort of saying David Sullivan. You know, obviously we've worked together a long time. And David Sullivan is a fantastic negotiator. He knows football inside out and stuff. And they, you know, if they're 
if they're basically fluffing each other up the whole time, uh, perhaps things won't develop. They basically have a way of working and say that that's the ultimate if, way. If Jim was here now, would he want to go to an ad break now? An I'm ad just, break I'm just, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering, because if he was here, I think yeah. he might well want to go to an ad break. What do you, I mean, uh, George managed to evoke Jim's uh, essence with uh, his early announcement. Uh, Mark, what do you think Jim would say about I think now? He'd probably say, uh, we'll be back after this. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrokes. Welcome back. Mark uh, very astutely summed up, I think, the essence of Jim in introducing the ad break that we've just had. Uh, and uh, now we're back. Um, so we've got, a, uh, we've got a win under our belts. Uh, um, it, was, it was one of those must-win games, uh, which... I have to say, we 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 do tend to win those must-win games. That that was Swansea last year, wasn't it? Yes, absolutely. where we just thought this was you know this is the most important game since the playoff final. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, and you know we did the business. Uh, a kind of a moral victory was when we went away to Palace last season because was that the first game after the. Our, you know, we had our disastrous 3-1 away at Manchester City, 2-4-2 defeats, didn't yeah. we? 4-2 away at West Brom and 4-2 at home to Watford. Watford yeah. uh, there was the 3-1 away at Manchester City. And the Southampton 3-0 Which was, was... Probably the nadir, wasn't it? Absolute yeah. nadir of, yeah. of, of uh, you know, it couldn't get any worse. It was well, last season. We tried season's... to sign nadir, I think, as well, yes. hadn't we? We had tried, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was great, yeah. wasn't she? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, it was, I think it's the first time we've taken anyone from women's football, but I mean, we were so, we were so, you know, keen to try and just shake things up a bit. Um, lovely, lovely woman. Um, so yes, Palace away. The Palace away, I think, was, and what we did was close them down and hustle, which is a bit like what we did last night against Huddersfield. And was that a rare pass from Saka that game as well, I think? Was it? Did he play that game? Or? Zaza had a good game. Yeah, that. that's right. He played well yeah. and held it up well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, held it up well. Yes. Closed down well. Yeah, I wonder if Sacco did come on in that yeah. game. Yeah, that's ringing a bell. Maybe I... Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, I've, I've, I've dropped it. <laughs> yeah, unlikely, yes. Um, but we did, you know, we won last night, so now we're still in the bottom three, mind you. Um, but uh, as a six-year-old uh, said this morning, we're top of the relegation zone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely brilliant. Do, do, I, just, I know you, you, you obviously loved it because you moved seats and everything, but it yeah. did feel a little bit more like home last night. Yes, it just, did. Yeah, there was yeah. just another few yards ahead. It just felt, yes. yeah, all right. This is there was a there was a decent atmosphere all the way around. It just felt that maybe that will hopefully help us, as you say, yes. when it comes to yes. those must-win games, yeah. rather than that horrible silence that goes around and all the seats are going up and people are clearing off because everyone's too nervous. Yeah. It, it didn't feel like that last night. We yeah. stayed with them, which was... Yeah, but which was still, it was, there was a lot of flipping at 85 minutes when we were 2-0 up, which was... Yeah, well... Which yeah. is just obviously disappointing, which I know... I think it must be, that's the kind of phenomenon of the modern game now, isn't it? I mean, you... Well, it's, like, modern, it's, it's, what, it's the phenomenon of the world-class transport length, I think. <laughs> yeah. it, well, it yeah. is, yeah. When you know you've got the mile back and in my case with the two boys i was one of the 85 minutes so yeah uh, yeah you know um, so, um, anyway sorry so yes. so um west brom next yeah so west brom next uh um spurs at home after that uh oh though we've got a we've got a cup game next week haven't we bolton as well um you know it was uh we did tire in the second half carol's gonna tire a lot of those uh guys were sort of injured at the end of last season we hit the ground Walking this year, uh, Obiang's finding his way back. I thought he had a good game last night. Um, 
so where do we go from here? I, I, I imagine he'll just pretty much pick that team, though Lanzini might be fit for next weekend, which is real, it is a cat among the pigeons uh, situation. Uh, well, is, is, You've is got he the, to play he, him. Yes, is he the only one who may come back? I mean, I suppose he might argue bring him on from the bench. Is, is no ball going to be I've got the impression that... Arnautovic will have of course, served his served ban. His band, that's yeah. right, yes. You know, I, yes. I've got the impression that Lanzini was out for another week or so. Oh, right, OK. But um, I don't... I mean, it's, it's, it's just the ghastly spectre of Tony Pulis in his club shop outfit yes, isn't it and you yes. just know that he just loves playing us he loves taking he part he yeah, loves yeah. unpicking us yeah um, you know I you know I think the only way yeah we could just get that team out again and just have to go for it yeah and, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean uh, they're not they're not the most mobile agile team either no no they are sort of slowly, by stealth, becoming a kind of a top half team, aren't yeah. they? They're sort of, you kind of, you imagine that when you're looking at a run of fixtures and going, looking at the points you're going to get out of that, if West Brom are in that bunch traditionally, you're sort of going, yeah, there's someone we could get points from. But that's really just not a sort of a given now. They're, they're, I mean, Tony Pulis teams have always been difficult, but they've, um, you know, often been a bit shit as well. And they, they win by playing an attritional sort yep. of game of football that it's all about being hard to beat. But, you know, his Palace team, which is still the same Palace team pretty much, you know, you've got Zaha, you've got sort of players that are sort of quite good. And his Palace team was sort of all right, wasn't it? So play, you know, it's but, like... I mean, the thing is with Pulis is, you, you, I can't remember, there was one of the young players, uh, non-West Brom player, was saying that you'll never, if you're a young player, you should go to West Brom because you're never in any doubt what your job is. Yeah. You're never in any doubt what you're supposed to do in a game. Yeah. He said that is absolutely brilliant, um, because if you, that's what happens if you play for, play for Tony Pulis. And I think that's probably the difference between them and us at the moment, because yeah. we're offering in doubt what they're supposed to be absolutely. doing, and they're offering, offering yes. in doubt about what yes. they're supposed to be doing. So I think that kind of that just resilient nature and the yeah. relentless nature of the, what, what West Brom do I mean, if we can stand up to that and get a point or, yeah. or even a win, it would be absolutely amazing. Well, we actually looked uh, a little... I mean, that's that's absolutely spot on. There was there were five across midfield against Manchester United. I, I didn't go to the Newcastle game, but no one knew. There, there were three guys that nominally just had the same job. Fernandes, Obiang and Noble just had exactly the same job and were all getting in each other's way doing it. So no one ran forward to close down a defender because they all they all retreated going, oh, this is where I was told to stay. I was told to protect the back four. It's going, no one of you can run forward and close. What are you doing? It was genuinely, I mean, it was utterly shambolic. Whereas with two shielding the back four last night, actually, given that they knew that was their job, they quite often didn't do it because they knew they had the luxury that... Huddersfield weren't really attacking us. So, so you know, Obiang scored. Kiyati gets forward anyway. That's the good thing. That's the great thing about him is that he can do his breaking up the play thing, but he gets forward as well. So it genuinely felt like a team that for the first time this season sort of knew what we were doing roughly. And so I guess, you know, if we can put that 11 out again, we probably could do and should do. Well, so it's, a, it's the kind of game for Andy Carroll, isn't it? West, yeah. West Brom away yeah. is kind of... That's that's right up in you know yeah. up his street kind of thing you know I, I can handle that you know. God, the ref. I mean, the a defender sort of went over Carroll in that you know going up for the same ball and it was blown up as a foul from oh. Carroll and you go li- that literally not happened. He, he gets, didn't back in. He gets nothing. He, uh, he gets nothing. And funny enough, that he never has in that done, respect, he reminds me of Colton Cole, who also yes, never who right. never, got, never anything. got anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the moment he goes for a challenge, you know it's yeah, it, yeah. it's going to be a foul. We haven't, by the way, talked about Winston Reid and uh, no the high boot. I mean, 
you know, at the time, I, I wasn't gasping when it happened. No, no. I don't know. What did you... What about um, the, the the high foot? You know, they're, they're all talking about you know Liverpool and yeah. There's a thing, and I, and I have to say, because Abletta in this, that every time a, anything went up, there was the the, the, the face clutching. There was about five or six instances mm-hmm. of face clutching from both sides last that, night. That is true, yeah. And I just yeah. think that yeah, I, I mean, it's, <laughs> you just see every, every time on Twitter, Liverpool fans saying, "Why isn't that a red?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know, six items of a five or less carrier bag. Why yeah, isn't that yeah, a red? Yeah, and you know, that's the same. They, they, there's no sort of idea of equivalence between what actually went on. No, no, um, no. I, I, the, only, the only thing that sort of got me mildly concerned last night uh, was the Zabaleta challenge, which happened just in front of us, where he seemed to be completely out of control. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. he, what saved him is he pulled out of it because I think he knew he was going off the rails, but he still clattered him. I just, yeah. thought, you know, you know. I think Mike Dean was the um, fourth referee, and I think if he'd right. have been on the pitch, he'd have been sort of, yeah, give it the old no look red card. And uh, yeah, we, yeah. We, we, Zabaletta's going to miss a few games this season, isn't he? There's, yeah. He's got a few yeah, suspensions. Yeah, yeah. 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 You can but, see yeah, that. I've, got, I've got faith in Byron, which is, yeah, me too. you know, uh, a lot of yeah. people. Well, I, I like Byron. I, yeah, I, I think I, I might have said this in a previous one. I told you that um, uh, I saw Trevor Brookin at, at some do, Sir Trevor, mm. and I was talking about Sam Byron at the time, and I can't remember why because he wasn't. And and he said he thinks that Slavin thinks he can't defend. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's such a such an odd, and that was just yeah. you know, that was I'm not sure I, you know that was straight from him, but that's what his his view was. And I think well, but Slavin bought him in though, didn't he? Yeah, that was it was yeah. Slavin by. Yeah, you know, knows. So, well, oh, okay, sorry, that was I mean, a daft. Wingback yeah, him as well, actually. Lisbon, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, wingback suits him as well. I think Leeds fans were quite uh, uh, effusive about his kind of attacking sort of capabilities. Byron, you know, like like a lot of modern full backs, the suspect, the suspect part of their game is the defensive part. The so bit they're in the team for. But, yeah, yeah. but you know, there was a there was a moment <clears> when, his, um, when he came on. He, he came on unexpectedly early, I think, uh, in his debut. It was brilliant, and it was brilliant. And, and there was a ball, City, there was a ball yeah, the ball, there was a ball that sort of span up in the middle of the air, yeah. and it dropped down. He killed it, started yeah, yeah. from, from Pyre, yeah. yeah. he it did a Pyre pass yeah. with Pyre yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. over yeah, yeah. fifty yards. Yeah, yeah. You, you can stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember Mark Gary sit with us as we were coming away. He says, "We've got a right back." Yeah, so yeah. We, that's it. We've got a right back. That's yeah. sorted now. Yeah, I think you know Slavin does have some odd, some you know odd fixed ideas about players that he can't shake. Yeah, because I've heard that as well that he he sort of doesn't really like Byron. That yeah, much, you know, and uh, um, I just wonder around it is, is does he have people around him who's challenging his ideas? No, that's that, that, that's, I mean, that's one thing I wonder. Yeah, um, yeah. a I sort of look, sounding I mean, board for. I mean, you look at you know the assistant manager, you look at Julian, and you just wonder, you know, yeah, what what is the input in there? Is it no, people saying, say, if you look at if you, you know, you know, that, you know. Ferguson famously changed his assistants every three or four years, yeah. to, so he had fresh ideas coming in yeah. and saying, "Have you looked at it in a different way?" I'm not sure whether that level no. of conversation is going on. I agree. I think that that's happening. You know, you see uh, Slav quite slow to make changes that are sort of quite obvious to us, and the fact that they are obvious to us is 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 borne out by the fact that he does eventually. Ma- that is exactly the change he makes. Yeah. So we're not, you know, we're not being impatient fans. That you know don't understand football. We 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 can see something's going wrong. The and classic one was Randolph last year in goal. Yes, that's he right. He was cost us almost cost us our 
yeah. position in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if something about that is to do with the sort of geography of the stadium. You know, that because he's 20 yards away from the, you know, whoever mm-hmm. it is who might perform that role doesn't go and stand with him, does he? He's, yeah, he's yeah, out. Yeah. Both managers are very isolated from their yeah, benches, they are, aren't yeah. they? And I, I, yeah. it may be a small thing. Almost but as normally, isolated as Fernandes was. Uh, yeah, well, that's true. Yes, that's right. Or in Newcastle. So shall we um, uh, talk predictions for, for the weekend's West Brom fixture? Um, it's got a draw, it's got it's a draw isn't it? Yes. You, you, would, you would feel a, a, a draw feels about right. Yeah. You'd like to think there was a springboard after yeah. after the Huddersfield game, but I, you just feel... I'd, I'd, I would be quite happy. I'd, well, mind mind, you, draw, mind yeah. you, with 20 minutes to go last night, I was thinking I might be quite happy with a draw yeah, you know, yeah, against yeah. Huddersfield. So, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you feel like a, it's, it's maybe a one-all. And it'd yeah. be lovely if Andy Carroll scored. One-all? I can see... Uh, if I uh, Hopefully... I could see a two-two draw, or something like that. Yes. Uh, or unless Paolo Di Canio is king on KUMB, comes through with my tickets, and then we'll get smashed because I'll be taking my six-year-old up there. So. <laughs> oh right. Uh, so one or two-two. I'm going to go for. Uh, I'm going to go for an optimistic. Uh... Every time we come, we usually go for something inc- very something outlandish, but then turns out to be yes. I recent 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 listeners to this podcast possibly don't recall my. My seemingly glib and flippant at the time score prediction uh, two seasons ago of Liverpool nil, West Ham United three, which came true. Uh, I think also there was a Swansea was it Swansea yeah. one four. Yes, I that said was Swansea that was one, West Ham four, yeah. and that was the score. Uh, and a couple of one threes, an away Southampton one three. I think I said. So I'm going to go for West Brom one, West Ham United three. Excellent. Let's That's right. going to be my prediction. Uh, this has been it for Stop Hammer Time this week. Um, a special mention should go out for, for the last pair of podcasts we did and Ollie's superb firefighting skills and production skills blended into a kind of hybrid job, firefighter stroke sound engineer <laughs> that could create a, a, a one-man market that Ollie could conceivably dominate for the next 15 to 20 years. Uh, number number on one on, in a field of one. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, with me have been uh, uh, George Mann and Mark Sandell. Uh, my name's Bill Whelans. Come on, you irons. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.